if you don't give yourself any readjustment if you don't give yourself any recalibration on the journey you are never going to give yourself permission to do the thing you're never going to be able to overcome this impossible standard you've given yourself welcome to the soul joy mindset podcast the podcast that invites empowers and equips women with the tools to release the hustle and grind and embrace a life of ease and joy. I am your host, Teresa Timms, a lover of life, strategic thinker, theologian, storyteller, sexy, sassy, freedom seeker, and coach. In each episode of this podcast, we will explore a topic that will help you change your mindset and ultimately change every aspect of your life. So sit back and hear yourself, see yourself, and truly believe that it is possible to live a life that brings your soul joy. Hey, welcome. Are you setting impossible standards for yourself? And if you are being hard on yourself in this moment, if you are being hard on yourself on June 28th, if you are being hard on yourself, this live is for you. Are you setting impossible standards for yourself? And um, this live is not just for you, it is for me because I am a person who can set such impossible standards and I can be so hard on myself. And I want us to talk about that. Um, This is the moment in time, if you don't hear anything else that I say, that you must prioritize being gentle with yourself. You must prioritize taking care of yourself. You must prioritize being good to yourself. Not because you're trying to reach a a number on the scale. Not because you're trying to um, become a social media influence. Not for anybody else. You must be good to yourself right now because your longevity, your life, your joy, your peace, your sense of fulfillment depends on it. And I actually want to say because your life depends on it. So we can get into, I, let me just talk about me. <laughs> I can get into a place where I can nitpick myself apart about everything. If you are a person who can look around at everyone else and celebrate everyone else around you, but have horrible things to say about yourself, where does that come from? If you are a person who can look around at everybody else and criticize everybody else, because I know some people, honey, they know how to criticize everybody. They can tear apart and pick apart everybody. And where does that come from? Have you ever noticed that there are certain people who have certain personalities where they are constantly negative about themselves, that if you give them a compliment, they push it away with negativity. If you say your hair looks nice today, well, it took me 75 hours to do it. If you say the dress looked nice, well, I dug it from the bottom of the trash bag and aired it out with some Febreze and hung it up before I put it on. Like all of the ways that we know how to be critical and negative to ourselves and to other people. I realized that I had changed when I re- when I started being with people who were constantly negative and it made me it made me just like I can't be around them anymore. Being around people who are constantly negative 
it becomes a heavy weight. It's like having a towel that's dripping wet with water and it's just so heavy to carry. And I'm not talking about I need people to be absolutely hunky-dory positive all the time, but if people get joy or a sense of fulfillment or their go-to is constantly being critical of other people or their or their go-to is constantly complaining and being critical i don't want that energy around me i don't want that energy around me and i do not want to be one of those people i do not want to be a person that my default is complaining that my default is criticism and a lot of times our, we get to that place of nagging or negativity, it's because we've set an impossible standard. And we've set impossible standards for ourselves. Honey, this construction, it feels like it's in my office. It literally is right here. But the space of why do we set impossible standards? And I'll give you, I'll give you something for, for instance. If you say, I wanna improve my health, and so one thing I wanna do is exercise more. And then I'd be like, okay, that sounds great. And the standard that you've said is, I'm going to work out seven days a week for 50 minutes every day. And it's like, why? Why is that standard so high? How do you wanna go from zero movement to 50 minutes a day, seven days a week. You, you're already setting yourself up for failure. Or people who are like, oh, um, I, I'm, I wanna save some money, so I need to save $3,000 a month. Where, where, where are you gonna get an extra $3,000 from? Unless you are completely blowing through all of your cash every single month, having setting the standard of $3,000 a month is a lot of money. But we do things like that, that we put ourselves in a deficit. And this, these may seem extreme, but let me bring it closer, because you know I'm not lying. People who are like, I'm single and I wanna start dating. And I'm just gonna um, get on all the apps and go on all the dates, and it's like, where, where's the starting point? Our starting point is so far out. Our starting point is so, it, 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 we're setting ourselves up for failure. And if you are a person who are setting yourself up for failure, what happens is that you already know that you're not gonna commit to and do the thing. So the goal or the standard that you've set is impossible because it gives you an easy out. It's impossible because if I'm already setting up myself to say, listen, follow me this on it, and I'm serious. If I've already set myself up to say, I'm going to exercise every day for 30 minutes a day, what's going to likely happen? If that's my standard, if my standard is seven days a week for 30 minutes every day, what happens on the day I've given myself no wiggle room, I've given myself no grace, I've given myself no room for life. And so what happens is that I fall off. And when I fall off, it's easy for me to not want to get back on again. It's easy for me to opt out because I've set an impossible standard. Are you setting standards that are so high, that are so impossible, that you've already talked yourself out of the thing before you get yourself to do it? And for women, for black women, for women of color, we need to give ourselves grace. 
I recently listened to a podcast, not even recently, two years ago I listened to a podcast and it stopped me dead in my tracks. And it was saying that on airplanes, airplanes have a system that's put into the cockpit that it is already thinking of ways of things that can go wrong and it will go into autopilot or it will go into override just in case to keep the plane safe. That there are all these safeties in place that's built into the system so that yes if worst case scenario or something goes wrong the plane knows how to go into autopilot now we got these fancy cars that also have like the blinker that tells you hey there's a car coming up on your side and my car is standard i don't have all that stuff but you know the cars with the with all the things on it and those safeties are in place because it's like in case you try to park in a spot that's too small, in case you try to merge over into a lane that there's another car coming, we're gonna help you out by letting you know that there's a car there. Or we're gonna help you out by letting you see this is how much space you have to get your car in there. I use that example to say that we are so hard on ourselves that we've given ourselves no safety, no bumpers, no no room to move around it. The standard is so strict and hard on ourselves that it comes into this cycle, this vicious cycle of try a new thing, I don't meet this impossible standards, I fail, and then I beat myself up for not doing the thing, and then I go back into it setting myself in another impossible standard, and then it's this horrible, horrible vicious cycle if you are right now looking at yourself at all the weight you didn't lose all the money you didn't save all the trips you didn't go on of all all of the negative 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 stop it stop it if you don't give yourself any readjustment if you don't give yourself any recalibration on the journey you are never going to give yourself permission to do the thing you're never going to be able to overcome this impossible standard you've given yourself everything that we do we have recalibration built into it the gps if you get lost it recalibrates if you when I, I, I talk about the Peloton bike a lot, on the bike, it has a recalibration of your height, your weight, what the atmosphere. Like there's a sense of recalibration, but we don't do that with ourselves. And we are so hard and negative on, to ourselves. So what you didn't lose the 75 pounds that you said you was going to lose by June? So what if you're off track to saving the money? So what if you haven't written the thing yet? So what if you haven't done the job yet? Give yourselves rooms to recalibrate instead of setting an impossible a standard that's setting you up for failure. It's setting you up for failure. And when we cannot have grace with ourselves, honey, we know how to give grace to everybody else. We pour it out lavishly to everyone else, but we don't give ourselves grace. I know the song that it, it annoys um, people so much because we used to hear it so much. We fall down, but we get up. And the thing about that song, even though I don't agree with all the lyrics, um, we fall down and we get up, that place of giving yourself grace to get back up. So what is it something that you set out to do in January that you haven't done yet, but now you've given yourself some, some space, some room, you've got some wind under your sails so that you can do it again? So that you can get back up again and try it again. So that you can recalibrate where you are. Let me tell y'all. January January sets us up for the okie doke because everything's new, new. New year, new me. Everybody's on their kick of all the newness. And then we feel shame because we haven't maintained whatever thing we said in January or February that we were going to do. The power... 
Our power is being able to readjust in where we are so that we can get the things done that we want to get done. So I set a goal in January to save money or to get out of debt, debt or to lose weight or to go back to school or to write the thing. The power is not so much how much I've been able to maintain since January, but my superpower, your superpower, our superpower is when the situation has changed, how do I readjust to stay on track? That's a power. That is powerful. That right there is the cheat code. The cheat code isn't being the ride or die. The cheat code is being able to access, is it safe for me to ride because I'm not trying to die. The cheat code is not saying I'm going to hold on into this for as long as possible because I'm going to show how loyal I am. No, the, the, the power, the empowerment, the cheat code is truly is as life changes, as things change, as the weather change, as, as, things, as my body change, as my finances change, how do I readjust to be where I am now? And you and I both know people who cannot readjust to where they are. They can't readjust. They don't know how to emotionally, mentally, physically, financially readjust to the new seasons of their life that they're in. So if you had a job making lots and lots and lots of money in 2020, but in 2022, the economy has changed, things have changed, if you still making it rain like you did in 2020, it's a problem because guess what? The economy has changed and it's 2022. If you are still wearing your mink coat in Chicago, in Chicago winters, that mink coat may not work in Mississippi winters. The atmosphere, the environment has changed. Don't beat up on yourself for not being able to maintain the thing that worked in a different space. The power for you, the power for all of us, is how do we recalibrate to fit our realities? And the problem with setting a standard that's impossible, the, the problem with having impossible standards that we are so rigid around is that when life has called us to something else, we miss it. We miss the blessing of the new thing. We miss the blessing of the new opportunity because we're still holding on to what it should have supposed to look like back then. It was supposed to look like this. This is the standard that I said. This was what I told my mom and them that I was going to do. This is what I told my kids and them that I was going to do. This is what it's supposed to be like. And I'm going to choke the hell out of it until it looks exactly the way I want it to look. And maybe that's not the way that, that the universe, God, intended for it to come to you. Maybe that's not the door that you were supposed to go through. But maybe that door just gave you an, a glimpse of what is possible and your doors are someplace else. Maybe, maybe love doesn't come to you through that way. Maybe love and a relationship comes through this way. Maybe that job that you applied for and got, and got rejected from, maybe the job is coming from another way. We do not know, but if I just, if I say that this is the way that it has to look, and, I, and that's the standard that I've said that it has to look this way. I will miss the opportunity when it comes through a different way. Does that make sense? Failure to be dynamic can lead to things going off the trails. Absolutely. In this moment, we are on a ship and it is rocking violently. It is rocking. We are getting seasick. People are just falling overboard. There's so much going on. 
And the power for us is in this moment, what's required of you now? What's required of you now? How do you show up in this moment? Yeah, look back and see what you did before. Like get some information from that, but also show up in this now. And give yourself some grace, give yourself some bumpers, give yourself some community, give yourself some space where you can move with grace and some ease and some joy. Being so rigid can cause you to break. Rigidity causes us to break. If it has to look like that thing, if it has to look exactly like that, what happens when looking exactly like that isn't possible for you? Does it mean that it's not possible because it doesn't look like that? Is it not st coffee if it doesn't come from Starbucks? I know some people be like, yes, it is not coffee if it doesn't come from Starbucks. If, is, it not, is it not a thing because it doesn't come from this source that we so hyper-focused on it coming from? Right now, whatever disappointment that you think that you've experienced and you've experienced whatever thing that you feel that you've lost whatever thing that you set back in january and now it's the end of june going into july and you feel like it's game over i'm here to tell you it's not over it's not over it's not over you have an opportunity to readjust recalibrate and keep going setting up impossible standards sets you up for failure. Setting impossible standards sets you up for a vicious cycle of disappointment over and over and over again. And the question that I have to ask you is, what is the limited mindset that's telling you that it has to be this way? It has to be this way. I have to do this. I have to get this job. I have to be in this relationship. I have to buy this house. I have to, have to, have to, have to, have to. Where did that come from? Where in your mindset told you that it has to look exactly like that? Maybe if you allow yourself some ease, if you stop holding on so tight with bald fists and you relax your hand and open up, maybe, just maybe, the universe can put something else in that is beyond your wildest dreams. There were things that I prayed for. There are things that I wept for. There are things that I wrote in this journal. I am a journal writer. I, I journal everything. I have over a decade, almost 20 years of journals. Um, I journal, 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 journal so much. And I write things down and I pray and I fast. And I can hyper-focus on things. And there are things that, that God and the universe told me no to that broke my heart in the moment, that I was like, this is betrayal. This is the thing that I wanted. This is the thing that I needed. And what I didn't know is that God dreams a bigger dream for us than we can dream for ourselves. That the universe has a brighter, brighter and greater perspective than I can have for myself. And once I let go of this is the way that it has to be and released my prayers, to the larger, greater capacity of what's possible, then I was able to have some ease and to recalibrate and to show up into the season of the life of my life that I was in. And that's the invitation that I wanna offer to you is honor the season that you are in right now. Some seasons look alike and some seasons look totally different. The season that I was in in January 
I was a hot mess. I was a wreck. I was overwhelmed. I was disappointed. I was sad because there were things that I had asked God for. There were things that I had fasted and prayed and worked for that I did not get. That did not come to me in the way that I wanted them to come. And then I let go. I released it. And it brought me so much ease. And when I let go of the impossible standard, I stopped punishing myself. I stopped being mean to myself. I stopped penalizing myself for the things that just didn't work out right. And once we stop being negative to ourselves and penalizing ourselves and chastising ourselves about the things that we, the balls that drop or the things that didn't go according to plan, then we're able to move forward with some ease and some grace and dare I say, some joy. It is indeed possible to live a life that brings your soul joy, but we have to allow ourselves to not have a standard that automatically sets us up for failure. Not having a standard that is so high that it's impossible that we are already defeated before we even go in towards it. When I do races, when I do 5Ks, when I do a half marathon, my only goal is to finish. There are some days where I wake up and I get on that bike and I say, my only goal is to finish. My only standard today is to finish. I am not in competition with the person to my left and to my right. I'm not even, comp I'm not even in competition with myself yesterday. I am giving myself permission to have ease in this. And if we go in with impossible standards about this is the way it has to be, this is the way it should be, this is the way my mama and them told me it had to be, this is the way that it all it does is choke out possibility. It chokes out opportunity. When our blinders are on, yes, it helps us to be focused, but when this is all that we see, we miss the perspective that's around us. And if you are beating up on yourself right now about all the things that you didn't do, all the things that went wrong, about the things that you said you were going to do in January and it's June and you haven't done it yet, I, I invite you to look back and gain information over these last six months. Gain information. Don't lie to yourself. Don't deceive yourself. Don't make things bigger or worse than what they were. Just, just write them down. Just say, you know, this happened, this happened, I did this, this worked out, this didn't work out. Take that as information and then recalibrate and go different. I didn't know that so many things that happened along the way would happen this year. We didn't know that we would be in the shit show that we're in right now. We had no clue. However, it doesn't mean that you failed. It doesn't mean that you're out the count. It doesn't mean that you, that you, that you are doomed because it didn't work out the way you thought it was gonna work out. You set an impossible standard, and I am all about standards. I am all about standards, I'm all about goals. But there's also truth in goals need to be recalibrated. Standards need to be recalibrated. Things need to be reworked out. And if we don't give ourselves room to recalibrate, to be honest, we don't know. We don't know. So, if you are setting impossible standards for yourself, stop it. If you are beating up yourself right now about something that you had a goal for in January and you haven't done it yet, you haven't started it yet, don't beat up yourself. You're not out. Don't count yourself out. You haven't lost it. You, it ain't over for you. Recalibrate and move forward with what you know now. 
But you have to be honest when you move forward. You have to be honest when you recalibrate. You have to be honest when you look back. And when you look back, don't just look back at the L's. We love to hyper-focus on the L's. Well, this went wrong, and this person did me wrong, and all. we love to write tragic stories about all the things that go wrong. I invite you to, when you look back, look at all of your W's. Look at all of your wins. Look at all the things you did do right. Look at all the times you didn't cuss out that person. Look at the gains that you did make. Look at the wins. Look at the things, the ways that you showed up for yourself. Look at the ways that you took care of yourself. Count your wins as well. Don't hyper-focus on the L's and not focus on your wins. You have done, you had to do something right. And I say this all the time, something plural had to go right for you to be on this live with me right now today not everything you didn't do everything perfect everything didn't go perfect but in this messed up world some things had to go right for us to be in this moment right now and for that i give thanks for that i have gratitude for that i have perspective that out of all the things that could have should have would have went wrong there are things that went right don't set impossible standards for yourself. Don't set yourself up for failure. Don't beat yourself up about all the things that you thought should have gone a certain kind of way. Give yourself grace, move forward with the new information, recalibrate and keep going. Keep going, it ain't over. The race ain't over. You fell down, keep going. You, you, you're in pain, you take a rest, take a breather but keep going. You you love somebody who couldn't love you back. That ain't the only love in the world. You have a you had a job where you weren't paid enough and you felt frustrated about it. It ain't the only job in the world. You tried a diet, you tried something and it didn't work out for you. Okay, we got some information. That didn't work. Recalibrate, do it over again. You tried to wake up at 5 a.m. and you realize you're not a morning person. So, okay. When is, your, when is your superpower time? When is your energy time? Tap in to that. But if you go in from, from the jump setting an impossible standard for yourself, that impossible standard will just lead you on a vicious cycle of disappointment over and over and over again. Give yourself the grace that you so lavishly give to other people. Give yourself a bumper system just like you have around your car, just in case you hit something, it, it doesn't ding it too much, you hit the bumper, give yourself some bumpers in your life. And I don't know what those bumpers look like for you, but I know what those bumpers look like for me. Um, give yourself a cushion so that when you fall that you have soft landing spaces to fall on. Give yourself some room. Give yourself a timeline that allows you to, to sit into it, fit into it, to give you some ease. But. Are you setting yourself up with impossible standards that's gonna to lead to disappointment? I don't know. I don't know. Are you the superhero in everyone's life but your own? Are you exhausted, overwhelmed, and feel stuck in a cycle of working hard with nothing to show for it? Are you stressed, struggling with your health, lack intimacy, and a sense of personal fulfillment? This episode is brought to you by my Soul Joy Coaching six-month 
signature mindset program that empowers women who are ready to break toxic cycles and unhealthy habits so that they can claim their identity and voice to show up to life unapologetically. We use a curriculum and framework that is grounded in joy and centers vision, strategy, community, and an abundance of love and encouragement. I guarantee you that Soul Joy Coaching will change your life. If you're ready for joy, let's talk. Visit my website, www.teresatims.com and take my joy assessment. This assessment will give you insight and help you to identify patterns and your growing edges. Use this score as information to help you take the next faithful step in claiming joy in your life. Go ahead, book a call today to get your score at www.teresatims.com. Oh,